Um, we're going to talk wheat and grain though with Michael Whitehead. Welcome back to the microphone, Michael. Thank you very much, Mark. And a really interesting time for Australia's wheat and grain and oilseed sector at the moment. Uh, times really are different now in early 2023, or things are looking different from where they were only a few months ago. In late 2022, when the rains were hitting particularly the East Coast, there really were a lot of pessimistic views and, and perhaps justifiably on where the crop would be come harvest time. But here as we sit, uh, and arguably just about every crop in Australia is finally off, maybe uh, a few farms to go. It is looking like when the numbers finally come in, we will be at or positive, uh, possi possibly above record crop levels. Uh, the numbers are looking particularly strong for wheat, for canola and for lentils as well. Um, but the overall winter crop is looking very much like it will be the same or possibly above last year's one. Now, this isn't the same right across Australia. And those of you listening, particularly in New South Wales or parts of Queensland or parts of Victorian cropping country, uh, will know that different regions got hit harder than others. New South Wales is the one that stands out, unfortunately, that the New South Wales crop appears to be likely to be down around 30% overall. Um, both in terms of harvested area and in terms of production. Uh, things are, are really probably going to be up in most other parts. South Australia was the standout one, likely to see a 30% increase overall uh, in its production levels from last year. And for South Australia and Western Australia, that is a sign that uh, the growing conditions really were almost optimal yet again uh, for those two states. Going forward, um, it really is going to be interesting to see what farmers do going into the planting season based on a few things. And Matty talked about the factors that are driving prices, uh, where the prices are now. They're certainly down. Uh, wheat prices, canola prices and barley prices down from those peaks that we'd seen that have been caused particularly by the Ukraine crisis and particularly by the uncertainty of importers around the world trying to procure grain. They're down around 40% off those, but they are still very high prices relative to the past. Um, and so they really do uh, provide a lot of growers with a choice of crops where prices are likely to remain strong for some time. Costs, yes, will be an issue. They've been an issue for a while and inflation and a range of other factors, interest rates as well, that they will have to be factored in uh, by growers going forward. So where do we see things likely to go going forward? The attention looks like it will continue to be on putting a major crop in because whilst the La Nina is gone, there's still not a great sign that uh, growers are likely to see a big dry. So likely to see that big focus again on a major wheat crop, a major barley crop and a major canola crop that may be at the expense of the pulse crops as we saw last year partly hit by the rain, but also partly because a lot of growers decided to do everything they could to get a major one of the uh, a major crop out of the, the biggest grains and the biggest oil seeds. Uh, looking forward globally as well, it appears as though a lot of the signs are reasonably good. Yes, while we are likely to see slightly better crops out of the Northern Hemisphere than we had in the past, the thing that which is likely to grow up will be demand. And already the market is saying that once the economic difficulties finish, uh, consumers will continue to look to import more. Countries are continuing to look to build up their grains and oil seed stockpiles. Uh, and, and we're also seeing a, a range of inflationary pressures at the moment that uh, once they've got 
on will push things up in the major markets as well. So cost's an issue. Uh, great crop looks like it's going to come off at the moment and fingers crossed that this will continue for the crop coming forward. Well, let's hope so, yes. And uh, I reckon there was quite a bit of talk last season around how shortage of inputs and costs might have had farmers leaning to fewer acres going in, but I don't think that really eventuated at all for all the talk. And maybe we're there again this year. Do, do you think that really, I mean, you've got rotational considerations, but also farms are expensive, demand a return, and to not crop it to the fullest um, capability on the basis that costs are um, too high. Do, do we feel like a full acreage, even though costs are up? Probably yes, in a nutshell. Um, one of the things that we as an industry have thought in the past is, will farmers rotate between crops and sheep? The longer they haven't done that, it's probably uh, reasonable to think the less likely they are. Uh, the less likely they are to continue to put uh, yet another major crop in, certainly to rotate their crops for soil health uh, and to reduce their concentration risk. And I suppose the other thing to, to really think about is that as a lot of croppers will say, because they have had such bumper years for the last three years or so, because the, the quality has by and large been there. And even that didn't suffer a lot in a lot of Australia in the recent rains, uh, because the volume has been there and because the prices have been there. Yes, while input costs have certainly gone up and factors such as interest rates have gone up, the fact that they are coming off a, a number of good years puts them in a much better position to balance those costs than it would have, say, in an average period. So yes, it does point towards another strong planting.